Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, what is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome back. This is the recap version of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast for the Trent Shelton episode. I am joined here by my wife and my business partner and my best friend and family genius, AJ. <laughs> so AJ, you know, this is our chance to sort of share just key takeaways and applications for you to help you apply this directly to building your brand. So I guess what jumped out at you first and foremost about Trent? Yeah, well, I think the first thing in this short condensed recap, if you're thinking about listening to this, like what are the biggest things I need to know? I think the first thing is consistency. The dude has been at this for 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> and there is no concept of overnight success. And we're all like, oh my gosh, this person came out of nowhere. And it's like, no, one video may have come out of nowhere, but he didn't come out of nowhere. He's been doing this every day every week, every month for 10 years. So for all of you who are just like, oh, it's not working, do a reality check, do a gut check and being like, how much are you doing? How consistent and how long have you been doing it? Imagine if you had been doing a video every single day, 365 days a year for 10 years. Yeah, I wish if this were live, a poll question I would want to ask is I'd want to know how many of you'd heard of Trent Shelton before this interview, because I bet a large majority of you listening still hadn't heard of this guy, even though he has 11 million Facebook fans and 2 million on Instagram and however many on YouTube. Videos. Yeah. It's like, he's never had a New York times bestselling book yet. Right. Like he's certainly blown up the speaking circuit now, but I bet you would hear him go, Oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. And it's like, he's been doing it for 10 years. And I bet at least half of you had never heard of him before this interview. And yet he's still reaching millions upon millions of people. So I think that's the biggest thing is just realizing it takes time and it takes consistency and it takes commitment and discipline to make this work. That's the first thing. 
Yeah. We've been married for almost 10 years. Every day for 10 years, commitment, consistency, and you have to be really funny every day for 10 years. With a lot of patience. <laughs> so I agree. That was like one of my big takeaways. The other thing that I thought was interesting was the production value of yeah. just hearing his history of producing the actual videos themselves. Did you catch that? I did. And I think the thing that hit me the most is that even today, he still does those videos with the red screen. Yeah, it's he like edits he, those himself. The Still red today. Yeah. It's like, yes, he's got high, big production value videos that he's doing twice a month. And they've got real people in them. And there's a storyline and a plot. And that's awesome. But for many of you, you're not quite there yet. And that's cool. But he is still today doing these with this red screen background, just talking to the camera, providing real authentic content that is valuable to his target audience. And he talked a lot about that. You have to know who your audience is. You have to know who you're speaking to. And then you've got to deliver on real, genuine, authentic, and valuable content that is tailored to that audience. But if you have a wall and an iPhone, you can do this. Or a sheet. Like <laughs> once you get really successful, you'll get a sheet and you'll like put your face or your logo on it. And I don't know how much we spent on this sheet, but it, we Not saved much. up for a long time so that we could get an official sheet. But then I think also the other thing is too, is I love too how he's like, these aren't actors. He said, these are real people yeah. I know in my real life. So these are friends and family members that I know who've gone through stuff that were willing to be a part of this and who are also willing to go on this journey of being vulnerable and sharing authentic content. Yeah. And the other thing on the production is it's still one guy. Yeah. It's no, so now he has really good guy. one really amazing guy, but it's one guy and one camera. Yeah. It's not like some of these videos you see and you just assume like, oh, there's like 14 cameras on set and these like, you know, makeup you artists running around. Video, yeah, that's not the case. No, I mean, it's it's one amazing guy for sure. But uh, but on that note, I don't know if you caught the part about how he was saying he couldn't afford him and he was so scared to, pay, to, to pay him and took that risk. Well, it paid off. There's a lot of speakers that I know for years, their booking agent makes more than they do when they're first starting out. And you just, you got to take that swing if you believe in the and vision. I, and I think as much as that is like, you have to realize what your own strengths are. And it's never going to be as good if you're doing it to 10% of the ability that somebody else could be doing it. If this is really what you're going all in on, then go all in. And if you're not willing to go all in, that's fine. But also don't be frustrated when you don't get the results that you thought or that somebody else had. And that's something else that he said. And we'll touch back on this a little bit later, but you got to do what you got to do. And if you're not willing to go all in and take the risk, then just don't be upset where you are and go at your own pace. And I think that's totally fine. I know we're going to keep this a recap, so we don't want to like go too long on one deep subject. So another thing that I thought was really awesome and insightful and interesting and maybe a tiny bit surprising. So I'm curious to hear what you Oh, surprise. I was, because I, I don't do this and I would have a hard time doing this, but the amount of time that he's committed to on a daily basis keeping up with all of his DMs. Oh yeah, for sure. He like, said one to two hours a day on DMs. That's a lot, but that's nurturing the community. That is how you build an 11 million person community because there's real touches. And he even said, he said, a ton of people are posting my content now and there's nothing wrong with that. 
He said, but as far as the interaction and the engagement, that's me. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I was, when, when he said that to me, what made sense is back in the day in our former business, we used to teach sales training and sales consulting and salespeople have to prospect. That's like one of the things they do, right? Well, that's kind of the old school because in the new school, I think what that time is, is in your DMs. Like, like, like that is where the, the sale happens, right? Like nobody puts a comment that's like, Hey, how can I buy from you? But in a DM, it's sort of, Hey, what are you working on? And, and usually they're surprised to hear from you. That's what I have I found. I would be surprised to hear from him. Yeah, totally. Right. And then it's all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, now I'm hearing from this guy or this gal. And then when they ask questions, right? So as you, as the brand Mm -hmm. in your DMs, be interested in them. And then you go to their profile and say, oh, I saw you're working on this. That's so cool. Or how's it coming along in your direct sales company or in your financial practice or whatever it is they're working on. And then I think that really opens the door to a transaction taking place. Even if you have to take baby steps and it's commenting on posts and liking posts and recommenting, it's like whatever it is, it's engagement. If you want a loyal community, a loyal following, then you have to be engaged. You got to be in there. You know, and he's committed an hour, maybe two hours a day a lot. to just engagement. That's a lot, but that's business. I mean, that's, he's doing business. He's, mm-hmm. he's making connections. The other thing that for those of you that don't like to type, right? Like if you've got typing issues, do the voice memos that really blows people away and it's faster, right? I've started doing voice in DMS and Instagram specifically, instead of typing it out, I just say, Hey, thanks so much for the encouragement. So anyways, the problem with that is, is you then just have to re-edit the nonsense that Siri puts out on the screen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about talk to type. I'm talking about audio. Oh, audio. Way better. Yeah, way, way better. better. Yeah. Because Siri. I'm not talking about the crazy. thing where you're talking at types. I'm talking oh, about it yes, records your voice. voice and now it does that in, yes. in DMs way directly. Way and it's faster. And, and the response is like more very like real connection. So one of the things that I loved about Trent too, he kind of got into giving us some secrets. He gave us yes. these three C's. However, I got four C's. I got four C's too. That's so funny. That's AJ and I are anal retentive. Is, it, is anal retentive hyphenated? I'm not sure. Probably it doesn't matter if you're anal retentive. It does matter. But yeah, so I caught four. So why don't you give us the recap of kind of what you took away from each of these? And if you haven't listened to the episode, like go listen to the episode. But the three slash four C's. Sorry, Trent, we're taking your content and we're modifying it. Yeah, also these are in no specific order for me. But the ones that stood out to me, I thought was really interesting is one is captions. I thought that was really fascinating around the importance of captions. You can't just post a picture and expect for it to sell the meaning of whatever it is you're trying to get across. The captions are extremely important in getting across what the picture was all about, even if it was a quote or something, but making sure that you put real value into your captions. That was the thing that stuck out to me the most. Yeah. And that reminds me of Sam Karashi, who is another person that we interviewed for the Influential Personal Brand Summit, and he'll be on the podcast later. But his entire thing is all he does is take a picture and then he talks about the emotions that that picture inspires in him and he's built a huge massive following. So I love that. And to that, it's having the call to action. Yeah. It's actually telling people what you want them to do. I see he so calls it much conversation. Yeah. Conversation. Right? Yeah. But I think that's really what well, I wrote down call to action. Cause that's what stuck out to me. It's mm-hmm. like that to me, it's like, how often do you see posts or videos or whatever? And within the body of the text, there is no call to action. No 
follow me, go here to learn more, click here to do this, buy this, see this, read this. Drop a heart. That's like Trent's thing is like drop a heart if you agree, something like that. But like this, whatever. But you got to tell them what to do. Well, and all the algorithms, right? It's not about likes and it's not about follows. It's about comments, engagement. engagement. And so it's like you got to tell people to do. The other thing is from a psychological perspective is your developing as a part of your relationship with this person that when you ask them to do something or when they see you, they come to expect you to invite them to take action and then they get accustomed to taking action. And that's a really good rhythm to have so that when you say, go opt in for my thing or pre-order my new book or be the first to sign up for this webinar, whatever, they do it because they're used to that as part of the relationship. I think that conversation is huge. I agree. And to what Rory just ever so briefly mentioned around the algorithms and Instagram right now, one of the biggest things that they're paying attention to is how many of your posts were saved. So Mm -hmm. making sure if you're going to give them a call to action, it's not just don't like or comment. It's save this, actually save this image, you know, do the little download thing on the right hand side and save it because that's going to be huge to help increase viewership and following of your own profile. Yeah. And just a quick shout out to Shalene Johnson. So Shalene is another person that we are interviewing as part of the summit and and the podcast. She has incredible content and she does this Instagram annual report or something. It's incredible. She goes through like all the, like her her and her team, like all the hacks, all the hacks. And like they read, they actually read all the stuff that Instagram tells you, like in the fine print. So the three C's that he gave was content, which is, you know, obvious captions, which I think was cool conversation, Conversation. but then he kind of threw out this one at the end community, which is kind of a part of conversation. But I think the thing that was so cool is he said, look, my content comes from my community. Mm -hmm. Listen to what they are asking you and create the content for the problems that they are trying to solve or the questions that shows up. I think a lot of what they're commenting on, just what they're showing interest in, even if it's not a question, Um, It's what are they showing interest in? What are they actually providing content around and response or reply to whatever it is that you're posting? That makes an extraordinary difference in making your life easier and knowing what to post to get higher engagement, which is what this is all about. Yeah. And I was just digging for this. So this was our second book, Procrastinate on Purpose, Five Permissions to Multiply Your Time. The reason that I was just reminded of this as you were talking was in our first book, Take the Stairs right? So in our first book, we talked about three different types of procrastination. So this book came out first. And one of the types was called priority dilution. But all the media and everybody latched on and it was like two paragraphs in the entire book about priority dilution. But that was what everybody wanted to talk about. And that was what spurred the entire second book and the TED talk that we wrote. And it's just listening and paying attention to your community. And also clearly a shameless plug there. So yeah, well, <laughs> whenever you can call people to action, go to Amazon, buy, take the stairs and procrastinate on purpose. If you're enjoying this episode, hey, practice what you preach, or even practice. if you're not enjoying this episode, then especially go by because it might be the last time you, we ever hear from you or you hear from us. All right. So one last thing to land the recap here on this episode is Rory and AJ Vaden giving you the influential personal brand podcast recap from the Trent Shelton episode, which was just incredible. I had never met him. 
It was totally inspiring to me. So genuine, authentic. If this is the only thing you're listening to, go listen to the whole episode. He's such a genuine guy with such a fascinating background. For those of you who still don't really know his name, he was in the NFL. He's got this amazing following that he did and how he got into that and having somebody else encourage him to do it. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you need to go listen, but it's a truly inspiring story to see how he got from where he was to where he is. And even though you may think you're at the top of your game in the NFL, he is so much further along now and reaching so many more people than he ever would have in the NFL. You got to check out the whole episode. Yeah. So the last little thing we wanted to leave you with, and this really sunk in with me was when he said, your race is your race. You can't compare your journey to someone else's. Otherwise you'll lose appreciation for what God has blessed you with Mm -hmm. and it will start to drain you. And I think we do that all the time, right? I do that where you look at somebody like Trent, it's easy to look at somebody like him and be like, Oh my gosh, like this guy's 11 million fans. I've got 300, but that is not what it's about. And I love where he said, it doesn't matter if you're reaching one person or 1 million, God has put the people in front of you that are in front of you. And I think it's crazy because most of us would get very excited speaking to a live audience of 300 or 400 or 500 people. But we think, oh, I only have a thousand followers. You know, that's not very many, but it's like, if you were in front on stage in front of a thousand people, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this is a huge stage. And, you know, you look at it that way or just, I love the spiritual aspect that he brought into it is just that these are the people that God has blessed you with. And that counts for a lot. Yeah. I mean, the essence of that is don't compare. You are where you are and appreciate it, enjoy it and provide consistent, authentic, viable content and see that following grow. But you got to be engaged when you got to show up and you got to do it all the time. So from our team at Brand Builders Group, myself and AJ, we are honored to have you. We love you. We are here to help you build your influence, build your impact, build your income, build and monetize your personal brand. So thank you for tuning in. We hope this is not the last time that we get a chance to talk to you, but we wish you all the best until next time. Bye, everybody. That's all we've got for this edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Hey, one thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in either iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us on social media and please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. Thank you.